The Love Gurus podcast is starting now. The Love Gurus are comics that bring comedic wisdom to the savages asking bizarre relationship questions on the internet. Your hosts are Suzanne Leah Shepard and Jake Vevra. I am the Love Gurus pet robot Cassandra. I love you. Oh, I love you too, Cassandra the robot. You are crushing it in robot land. Introducing the show perfectly as always. We are going to have another quarantine episode. We are having tech problems, so we're going the old way. We are, we are doing it pre-recorded like we were, well, basically until like two weeks ago. Suzanne, how's quarantine treating you? Yeah, it's it's great. You know, here's the thing. It's like you, uh, yesterday I had one of those days where it was, just, it was just a boring, like I was kind of excited to go to bed just because it was something to do. Whereas today, you know, we have our podcast, we had tech issues. I feel alive. It's great, man. Tech issues, they get the blood going. But uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to having both of our guests, man. Uh, yeah. First up, he's a, he's a returning guest. He's a hilarious stand-up comic. People follow him on social media. Uh, Matt Fishman. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, everyone. It's so good to be back. I love the Love Gurus. I'm, I'm excited to do this, this this nighttime version. It's great. Likewise. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, you don't have to feel as guilty about getting fucking sloshed. Yeah. Know, unlike when we did it at 3 p.m. I usually only I only drink I, I'm very uh, strict in my drinking I only drink from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. I know oh, there we go. I like to control I like to control the drinking I just do it because this is perfect for me it's great it's within my 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 time my window you know so it's great that's so that's so healthy and responsible to have hours in the day that are blocked off for not drinking and and you've done it with 22 of them that's goddamn great. <laughs> But uh, no, you got any shows coming up or anything online that you're doing? Anything, uh, anything you want to plug? So people can see. <laughs> I hadn't done stand up uh, since May, and I was finally on my first Zoom show like this past Saturday, I think it was, and it was great. It made me miss stand up so much. I want to get back. I can't wait for this whole thing to be over, so I can get back into the whole stand up thing. But it, it was so good, and like, and then I hung out with some comics who I hadn't seen in a long time, you know, in the park, and immediately, nice. immediately, like any kind of writer's block I had was gone just hanging out with comics it was such a relief wow. so this is a lot of fun seeing you guys it makes the creative juices flow it's just really nice I don't know here, man I... comics in a park in the nighttime sounds like a danger situation no yeah we drank beer out of bags it was kind of weird but you know, <laughs> what else can you nice. do you know there's no we can't go anywhere so that's what we did a lot of fun <laughs> absolutely man uh glad glad to hear it i the plugs the longer quarantine goes on are so fucking sad now man it's like oh my god but uh, I, I'm really excited about our second guest as well, man. First time on the podcast. She is hilarious. Follow her on all the social media stuff. Check out her Zoom show. She's, she runs really good Zoom shows. Rebecca Kaplan, thank you for being on the show. Yeah. Yay, yeah. hey, thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Rebecca also has a lot of really clever and interesting um, videos and sketches and game shows on your YouTube channel. I mean, Rebecca, you talk about someone who has thrived during the pandemic. My, 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 my. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> She's killing it now that it is illegal to have crowds. This is, yeah. uh, this is her time to show. This is her niche. She needs to create another uh, a, 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 a feline virus of some kind. Now, bats ain't feline. What the fuck? Are they mammals? Yeah. Or do they lay eggs? Okay. I should have known that. <laughs> I mean, I'm fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, fe feline's a type of mammal, right? Just because you're yes. a mammal don't make you, because I'm pretty sure it, I'm a mammal. Feline is, but... feline are, it's cat. So like, the like, are yeah. tigers considered felines? Yeah, yeah. right? Them's felines. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've set the bar as far as the intelligence Dude, level, but the good news- I love that our show is both hilarious and educational. You know, they're learning things. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but I mean, let, let's be honest, we're at least one step above the questions that we're answering. So um, before, I guess before, but we probably have a wine to plug. Uh, we, we do indeed. I, I'm drinking. I'm actually going to switch it up tonight. What I'm going to do is I'm drinking Santa Marina. Oh, uh, that's my wine. Dude, it's great. You know what, though? I, 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 this, I didn't know this until my fiance, who is not trash, but she's marrying me, who is trash. She told me, she was like, yeah, a lot of, a lot of like good wines will have shitty knockoff versions of themselves. And I'll, there's one called Santa Margarita. Which apparently that's like more expensive or something. I was like, I'd never heard of that. It's just outside of my price range, completely off my radar. I'm gonna drink the shitty one first, and then I'm gonna switch to the nice one. We're gonna do it's a like ten dollars a bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I'm yeah. I'm going I'm going Kmart clearance, Target. You know what I mean? <laughs> Target like stuff on display, like on the mannequin at Target. The really nice shit. Yeah, like the fan, yeah, the fancy stuff where it's like coordinated yeah. and hasn't, you know, had makeup spilled all over it. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm really looking forward to this second bottle, but uh, I'm looking forward to this podcast even more. Yeah. This is going to be our first question on the Love Gurus podcast. We are taking our first question. If you guys have any questions you would like to write into the show, write them into Love Gurus Podcast at Yahoo.com. Let's take our first question from the wild animals on Yahoo Answers. First question. When do I tell him? Hey, everyone. I'm a 34-year-old female, and recently I started seeing a guy who's 35. I met him when we were walking our dogs. We've been occasionally bumping into each other when we were walking the dogs for years. But That's such a cheesy 90s romantic comedy way to meet each other. I fucking yeah, love that. Thanks, Meg Ryan. Yeah, I was just going to say Meg Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> she totally has curly hair. Um, so uh, we've grown close over lockdown. We can sit in the park with our dogs and talk for hours. Some days it takes until, um, some days we take turns in buying each other coffee from the pop-up takeaway van in the park. Uh, dodgy. Um, we've got, we've got lots of, in com uh, we have lots of common interests, like dog walking, and we have, in have interest in the same bands and movies. However, I have epilepsy. I can still function, and apart from a couple hours after I have a seizure, they usually happen twice a month, you would never even know that anything was wrong with me. I really like this guy, and I've never felt this way about anyone before, but I'm not sure when I should tell him about my epilepsy. I don't want to dump it on him too soon and scare him away, and I like the fact that he sees me for not, he doesn't see me as a girl with the seizures, um, which I have been my whole life. When should I tell him? Um, you know, this is something, okay, I understand that epilepsy is a, a very serious, medical condition and i are, what kind of setup is this are you about to epilepsy shame this woman <laughs> I, love, I hope that's where it's going i'm gonna oh this this started off with a bang if that's where this is going okay here's what i'm saying i'm i am i, I i'm just saying i i understand and acknowledge that epilepsy is a huge medical condition however what i will say is i think every single person when they like someone else there's always that thing in the back of their mind that they're like when do i tell this person da, 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 da. And, it, and it's a million different things it's you know like it's when do i tell him that i like to pop zits on people when do i tell him that i've actually been a squatter for the last year yeah. like there's always that thing 
that we're that we have you know that we're self-conscious about and that we're really you know you know we always want to present our best self and I'm just I don't know I just I don't I just wish that we would not be such a judgmental society why what am I talking about <laughs> is, um, anyone, is everyone else is everyone against me on this and I'm just a dick <laughs> um, I think she should like ask him out first like she shouldn't assume that he cares about the epilepsy before they've like gotten a coffee date you know Oh, see, that's also an excellent point. Like, maybe she's putting the cart before the horse a little bit. Well, look at the epilepsy. <laughs> is it only started, uh, maybe I'm unfamiliar with um, the disease. Is it only happen when, like, there's, like, bright flashing lights for her? Or does it just come on suddenly, like a sudden seizure? You're not, you don't know when it's going to happen. Um, I don't know. I mean, she says it, they usually happen twice a month. So that's not that much. Um, epilepsy can like be onset by like a variety of different causes for some people it's like dehydration it might be bright flashing lights it might be like other things like low blood sugar okay okay oh interesting for stress so wow, blood low sugar blood sugar can make you fucking... kids are, right? <laughs> right that's yeah. crazy that makes me want to check the shit out of my blood sugar i just mm. assumed you, you you know it was some kind of neurological thing or you were cursed by the gods like when caesar mm -hmm. had you know, I, I didn't know. I didn't think like, oh, you, you, you haven't had enough coffee today with sugar. I, I, I man. So I if you have, I, doctor. I know more than anybody wants to know about seizures, but if you have idiopathic epilepsy, then like they can be onset just by nothing. Like it's a neurological thing, but you can also have seizures. Like norm normally functioning people can also have seizures by the things that I just listed. So you, oh, you heard, you heard oh, that, listen. Wow, very interesting. You heard that. If, if you're an idiot or whatever, you can get it from the first things Rebecca just said. And if if not, idiopathic. it's the second thing. Yeah, fucking A, dude. How, how do you know so much idiot, about it? That's like a medical term for morons, right? Yeah. Idiopathic. Um, <laughs> idiopathic. Um, I uh, have a friend that has epilepsy. Wow. It's fascinating yeah. to me. It's fascinating to me. It is. I like, like I said, so I'm just, it's also, okay, let me just say, I, I cannot tell you the amount of times that my boyfriend has been like, you're being crazy and justifiably so. I was definitely doing something very crazy. You know, again, I like definitely it's a, it's a serious, you know, it's a, a medical condition to not, you know, slide over. But if it only happens twice a month, do you know how many things that, how many times I am just crazy on my own twice a month or <laughs> like insane twice a month? Like, sure. we're, like if I am normal, if I only do a crazy or like a very annoying thing twice a day, that's really good. I just feel like yeah, same. I even even if on a on a almost daily basis, you ended a straight up Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction level seizures, <laughs> that would not come close to outweighing my my many many massive character flaws. <laughs> yeah, or I mean, it's. I just, she, cause she seems lovely. She seems, she's got a dog. She can hold a conversation for hours yeah. in the park. Yeah. I, I mean, there is, there is a platform to build on in this relationship. And also like Rebecca pointed out, they haven't even really been on a date yet. So what if she goes on the date? You know, she has all this anxiety and is like, oh, I've got to tell him about epilepsy. She goes out on a date with him. He slurps the fuck out of his soup and she's like, yeah. not happening like that is my one do you know like 
it's she, oh that could be a get out of a bad day free card you fake a seizure right there in the restaurant like yeah i'd love to i'd love to go to a bar and hang out afterwards but oh uh, you know, and done. Boom. Bad date over. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the amount of dates I wish I could have had a seizure. Uh-huh. My, my, my. And here's the oh. thing. If you're not an epileptic, you can't fake a seizure good. You know how many times I've tried to do that to try to get women to leave me alone? It doesn't fucking work. Like, like I try to, you know, I wake up after a night of, 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 of blackout drinking. I'm next to some lady who I don't know. And, and I'm not attracted to it anyway. I try to fake a seizure. And they, it's, I, I, now I, I know what you're doing. You're faking the seizure, so I leave, right? Yeah, this is <laughs> the oldest trick in the book. I'm not doing No, fuck off. Stop faking that seizure. I well, just, you guys know that before you introduce this question, ABBA was playing. I fucking, hate, I fucking hate ABBA. What? <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Wait, Strong wait, wait, wait. feelings from the Fishman. It just, I don't know what it is. Some of their music, and it, it, I'm sure they're nice people. <laughs> I'm sure they're nice people. How dare you? It two makes of me my very upset. I saw Mama Mia on band. Broadway, and I was like, "This is my night. This is my hell." <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. And she really wanted to see Mama Mia, and Mama I had a Mia experience. Imagine I hate ABBA, and I have to see a Broadway show where it's nothing but ABBA, and I had to go through that. That was terrible. Mm. See, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize Mama Mia was nothing but ABBA. I just yeah. I'm not really into most Broadway stuff. Yeah, you know, it's a, a, a play with just the music of all of their entire catalog somehow. Wow formed into a narrative play about some woman who lives on a fictional Greek island. But dude, yeah. even, even, you know, plays with music from bands that I like or whatever, when they incorporate it into, that doesn't mean the rest of the play is going to be good. Dude, my, my fiance still fucking hates me because the last, like she goes to musicals all the time and her parents love them. So whenever they come to town, musicals, 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 they, they love them. The last one she saw before quarantine, she had like a gift certificate for some musical tickets or whatever. And she she pointed the one and she was like, oh, this one is nothing but Bob Dylan songs. You like Bob Dylan. Do you want to see this one with me? And I'm like, yeah, why not? You know, we go there. Now the songs fucking great. The play itself in between the songs, it was like they hired Tommy Wusso who wrote The Room to write this entire play around that. It did not make sense at all. Like the songs were great. Normally the songs fucking annoy me in musicals because they're just childish, most of them. And they're, they're like so pretentious with the way they talk about musicals and the Tonys and all that. Like, oh my God, this person is truly an artist of their time. They're a creative genius. They're like Michael- Michelangelo of theater. And then you listen to the song and it's like, I am going to the shoe store to pick out some shiny shoes. I will wear them and eat cakes all day. I like cakes with shiny things. And like, oh my God, this is the the prestigious cakes and shiny things and shoes play. This is amazing. He won a million Tonys, this guy. And it's like, what the fuck? This is like for five-year-olds, but they're singing it live. So you think it's like fancy. Fuck this, you know? Normally I hate the songs and I'm like, get back to the play, even though the play sucks. This one, I love the songs. It was a bunch of Dylan songs that they, that they made into it, but they didn't do it in a, in a, in a shitty, they didn't make them sound musically really. It wasn't like, Oh, like a Rolling Stone, like a Rolling Stone. Like, like they, they weren't doing that. It it sounded really good. Dude, the the fucking song sounded great. The whole play sucked. Like it Mm. was, it was painful to sit through. And she fucking yeah, hates me because she was like, that's the last one I saw before quarantine. I hope you die. <laughs> that was the last bit of culture I got. How dare uh-huh. you? It was terrible. 
That's good. Yeah. Dude, that's what show is? I'm trying to look up what show it was. Oh, uh, I think it was called Girl from North. Girl from the Girl from the North Country. That's it. I just found it. Dude, it, it was. It was awful. It was. See, basically, it was. Here's why I say it was. It was Tommy Wiseau level writing. Is because it it takes place in this like shitty bed and breakfast during the Dust Bowl in the 30s, and they have all these different characters that are at the bed and breakfast. But they have so many different characters that you don't really get to know any one character. But they keep trying to have these intense moments. Like it turns out, I murdered my own mother because I was hungry during the Great Depression and I had to eat her. You know, and it just be these intense scenes. But it's like, wait, who the fuck is this guy? We're like forty-five minutes into the play, he's been on stage twice. I don't care that he ate his mother. Mm, You know, and it's sort of it's as if you you tried to make a play where you were like. I loved the I'm your father scene in Star Wars. And I loved the scene in Godfather where where Michael Corleone tells Fredo, I know it's you. I know it was you and you broke my heart. You know, and I love the scene in Deer Hunter where they're playing Russian roulette at the end. How about we just make a whole play where we just have those scenes? We just have seven of those scenes over and over again. And it's like, yeah, but they only those scenes only mean anything because I fucking care about the characters. I don't care about any of these fucking characters. You just you kept going back and forth to these things, like just all schizophrenic-like. So that was that whole play, man. I hated it. Do you mean schizophrenic-like or epileptic-like? Oh, yeah. I, that, that circle. Play, it made me epileptic. I was shaking afterwards, <laughs> foaming at the mouth. And I was like, I'll yeah. never be able to go on a date with a lady at a dog park ever again without it, shit being weird. I mean, you mean it made you apoplectic? Maybe apoplectic. Apoplectic about the epileptic. Yes. I don't know what that means, but if it's an illness and, it, and I can sue that terrible musical for it, then I'm apoplectic as fuck. Um, I just, I'm a, I, I really like musicals and I just want to say, um, like people like write those books to those jukebox musicals, like purposely like stupid because like obviously you don't have a plot you're just fitting the Bob Dylan things and they're not trying to make art they're trying to sell tickets to people like you or people coming in from New Jersey and like yeah it's so like insider this I like that and that makes a lot of goddamn sense because I knew that's what fucking happened after I watched it I'm like oh we got fucked we got fucked (laughs) right now it's basically the theater version what you're saying of when a crackhead comes up to you in Times Square is like Hey, you want to buy tickets to to a comedy show? It's yeah, exactly. best of Dave Letterman. Like, oh, really? You don't have any names? It's just best <laughs> of late night with Dave Letterman. It's it's uh, you're gonna see lots of comics. You're gonna see uh, you're gonna see Joe Coy. You're gonna oh. see Patrice O'Neill. Oh, he's dead. He's dead. Wait. <laughs> and it's like, dude, none of these people are on the show tonight. I, mean, I think it. it's a little better than that because, like, you did get to see the songs of Bob Dylan performed beautifully. That's true. I really can't, Joel I one can't too. technically sue over this. I did get what they said I'd get. Yeah. Air crossed my legs. Hold on. Ugh. There was there was a Billy Joel one called Moving Out, I think, also. And it's yeah. a, a plot about and it's all the, just they you know fit in all the Billy Joel songs into a some right. sort of weird narrative. Didn't last too long. At least I don't think so. No, dude, it was a it shit was. thing. And and that's a, it was so sad because the 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 songs were great, you know. Mm-hmm. Even the 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 Broadway interpretation of them was awesome, which I, I thought was gonna be fairly annoying, but it's but like Rebecca what, said, that's what man. Rebecca's saying, like that's what you were paying for. That's what like, you're paying you for. Paying to your mind to go in and be blown up by the story. It right. Was- like they got so much money for a musical to be made, and you gotta pay Bob Dylan a lot for the rights to like 
two hours worth of his song. Like, what, what is it? That company just bought his entire catalog for like $300 million or something crazy. So it's like, yeah, mm. you got to give that guy a chunk of change to be making a musical with the songs. And it's like, okay, how much, how much money left over after, after paying Bob Dylan for two hours worth of copyright material? Um, okay, we have $20. We have $20 to hire a fucking screenwriter off of Craigslist. <laughs> All right, I guess whatever whatever schizophrenic wanders in here and is, is willing to work for homeless man gin and a line of crank, that's who's homeless fucking writing the, the, the plane. Of the I like show. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I don't. Yeah. So I, I guess I have no segue now back to the question just to, to wrap up this question. Oh, yeah. Shit. But what we do know is that Jake does not like musicals. Fuck uh, musicals, dude. <laughs> But what we do know is that here's here's what my final advice to this woman again her her issue is when do I tell him about my epilepsy I think just you know it's I understand that it's embarrassing but I think that every I don't know it's I think she's she needs to know if she likes the guy enough and if he likes her enough and he's not a douchebag he's not going to care because he's a douchebag can put you down for a lot of other things not something that's like a you know, diagnosed condition. So I think just, I think she sounds great. And if this guy doesn't like her, well, then she needs to find another dog in the pack. Mm. Oh, nice. Metaphors. I like metaphors. <laughs> yeah. Any, anybody else got final advice for her? Yeah, for her final epilepsy advice for her? situation? Uh, ask the guy out, whatever. She'll be fine. <laughs> um, I think she should engineer a lady in the tramp type situation where the dogs ask each other out. Ooh, oh my god! So cute. Yeah. Fucking yes. a! Teach the dog sign language and how to how to eat spaghetti, and they just boom, you know. Yeah. Oh, that is oh, that's amazing. Well, I think yeah. we can. Well, okay. I will say that I I I like the idea of just asking him out. And yes, he's a dick if he just if he sees your shames him. If he sees your shames her, I guess. Uh, he's he's definitely a dick, but you got to tell him sooner rather than later because. As much as I like the idea of some guy being an asshole and storming out and be like, how could you be an epileptic and not tell me? I hate epileptics. Both of my parents were murdered by epileptics when I was a child. It is my superhero <laughs> origin story. I have vowed to murder all of you epileptic scum. When I, like, it, it's weird to have that reaction. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I definitely had uh, a girlfriend try to hide epilepsy from me. And it was weird because I got to find out she was epileptic uh, mid coitus when she started to. <laughs> I mean, I came instantly. You know what I mean? From all the shaking <laughs> and the bucking around. It was the best sex I ever had. But then I'm like, what do I do? I'm not a fucking doctor. I didn't know what happened. I thought I'd killed the poor, poor girl. You know, we were. Killed blood drugs. sugar. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we were both on drugs and I'm like, I killed her. This is an Uma Thurma situation. I'm driving her to my shady friends, trying to get her fucking shots in her heart. And then she woke up and she's like, yeah, that happens sometimes. And I'm like, I, I was going to stab you in the heart with this needle. You could have fucking said something, you epileptic scum. Now get out of my life. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I think we answered that question. Uh, okay, absolutely. Linux. Next question on the Love Gurus podcast. People write your questions in the Love Gurus podcast at yahoo.com. In the meantime, we are going to take more questions from the wild animals on Yahoo Answers. Next question How am I supposed to date a guy who's kind of big on TikTok? 
I met him over a dating app, and I didn't <laughs> even know that his existence on TikTok until he mentioned that he went by a different name to avoid fans. He thought it, he, I thought he was only joking, and then I found out that he was completely serious and has almost 300,000 followers on the app. Nice. We live pretty close to each other, and he's invited me on dates, but I'm worried that he'll never be able to post me or that his girlfriends will end up taking a lot of uh, his time or he'll get with one of them later on. I really like him, and he seems to make a lot of time for me and always asks to FaceTime and replies very quickly. He always matches my energy and seems to be my dream guy. I'm just afraid of what could happen if I try to pursue a serious relationship with him. I just don't want to get let down. Any advice? Now, you know what I like about this question? First of all, I have no idea how old this person is. It, it kind of sounds like a 15-year-old question. I don't know. I guess she has a dating app, so maybe. But, I mean, we're not talking about a 75-year-old. Uh, maybe. I shouldn't say that. But probably- I, I love if it's a 75-year-old with TikTok groupies. That. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, but, so she, it's, but this is, I think something that is going to, you know, cause the, the idea of celebrity is, is changing, right? You know, the idea of like Tom Hanks as a celebrity or someone who's like, or Michael Jackson. I mean, that's, that's probably never going to happen again. Celebrities are these people that are, that are famous on, you know, YouTube, TikTok, and it's where they have, you know, 300,000 followers, a million followers, something like that. So this to me is uh, like, it's the equivalent of like, she meets like Kevin James on an app and is like, oh my God, you're Kevin James, should mm-hmm. we date? And she's like nervous about that. And I just, I just find it so interesting to think about. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't know if I even have any advice for her other than to go for it. But what, I mean, I don't know, like Fishman, if you dated someone who was TikTok famous, hmm. would that intimidate you? No, not at all. <laughs> no. Well, I'm not on TikTok, so it's a totally different thing for me. It's like someone telling me, like, I'm a big deal in Montenegro. It's like, I mean, know where that, where is that country? Was it South America? I don't know. And it's like, it's in Europe. I know where Montenegro is. I keep on. It was recently given its independence. Wait, is Montenegro a country? Am I going crazy? It is. It was recently... Was it a city? I think it was actually given independence recently. I have to look it up. Here's what I will say about that's been the theme of this podcast is we are not doing ourselves any favors seeming smart. We don't know what Apple yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. No. We don't know uh, what My Boston first guess was it, was it sounded like a really outdated racial slur that uh, oh my God, I, I would not feel comfortable saying on this podcast. I'm not going <laughs> to say the MN word on the podcast. Fuck that. Um, Cancel. So, yeah. So Rebecca, would you, what if, what if you met like a famous YouTuber, would you, would you be intimidated to, to date that person? Um, well, Montenegro is a country. Sorry. Montenegro is a country. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, a famous TikToker, I would like assume like that he, he is like a high schooler probably and that's illegal. So uh. yeah. <laughs> You're you're nervous for the legal ramifications, not from the yeah. Like, show me some ID, baby. <laughs> like, is that the real reason you're using a different name on the dating app? Oh my god, totally. Your yeah. Honor, I did not have sexual relations with that young TikToker. <laughs> yeah. but well, honest, like, like we're all we're all like you know we, we all do comedy. You know, I, I do it very much on the side. I'm already on the Facebook. I'm already on Twitter. I'm already on Instagram. I can't do anymore. I'm, I'm sick of it. Does that make me old? I guess I'm in my late thirties. I can't deal with more social media. I don't want to do TikTok. Am I, am I, am I the weirdo? 
I kind of like, like am, I, am I the strange one? I like, I kind of like TikTok. Dude, it's winning me over. It's winning me over. I, 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 I felt it, but then luckily Suzanne, who's more tech savvy than me, which isn't saying much, but like we together put our, our, our two aging brains together and kind of got like, we got a TikTok thing and, 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 and we're sort of getting the social media stuff going. Um, she got the TikTok account going and I was scrolling through it at first going, what the fuck is all the, you know, I was doing the old man thing. Yeah. You know, I felt like, 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 like a young Clint Eastwood, like who's just kind of middle-aged and going, I'm almost too old for everything right now. <laughs> And I'm just, I'm scrolling down and I'm like, what, the, what is this? But it's, dude, it's been winning me over. Really? I'm, uh, I, I'm, I, I'm starting to really like, especially the funny animal shit way beats the funny animal shit on Facebook or Instagram. And also some people are really good at their videos because I think TikTok has a lot more features to edit your video, like how you, like when you record it and when you upload it. And so the videos, I just think, are so much more entertaining than yeah. Instagram or, you know, Facebook or, or, or YouTube. You know, I think it's like, for me, the categorization, if I just want, like, something dumb to scroll through, TikTok. If I want to learn something, YouTube. And then if I want to <laughs> see who my ex-boyfriend is dating, Instagram. Like, those are the, <laughs> you know, categorizations for me. Well, that's interesting. I don't know. But yeah, if I was, uh, yeah. I don't know. If, so I was dating someone. I'm engaged, but so I wouldn't do that. But if I was dating someone, I learned their TikTok star. It wouldn't affect me none. Wouldn't affect me none. <laughs> you, know, you go, you go, done. Do those videos on TikTok. <laughs> you know, that, yeah, that'd be fine. But it's yeah. that's true. I mean, I could see how it would be a little bit intimidating. You're 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 afraid of TikTok groupies scaring you know or stealing him away. I'm I'm sure they're out there. Well, that's the thing is obviously if he's this TikTok famous, it's like so many girls are gonna or you know girls or boys or whoever are gonna like try and slide into his dms like that mm -hmm. to me would be a little bit because he's obviously probably always on his phone and he's always messaging and interacting with people and i think that if yeah. that overtook like your time together like if he was doing that when you guys were supposed to be spending time together that would that would i think wear on me but if if he was clear about mm. it. It's like, oh no, this is like my, you know, working time. This is my TikTok time. Now it's <laughs> this is my TikTok time. Now it's yeah. I don't think it's possible to have like I think if you're like really like build your platform on like you know TikTok, I don't think it's possible to have a healthy relationship with it. You like in the sense that you're you're just obsessed with it. I think like the people that do really like well on social media, like that's built their presence from like nothing tend to have like really obsessive, like, yeah, like usages of it. Oh, like, yeah, like they're just like- Yeah, that's true. Stuff. You gotta be on there like a lot to be yeah. one of those people. It, it, with my limited understanding of how people get Instagram or TikTok famous or whatever, it's not like, what I do is I post a really good video once a week. No, they're fucking constantly, this is me brushing my teeth and this is me cooking eggs and this is me wiping my ass. And it's yeah. like every fucking thing they do throughout the day yeah. is just cataloged and they're constantly on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, they're also, you know, hot. <laughs> <laughs> hot and or rich. That's the thing is, is a lot of it tends to be like lifestyle voyeurism from what I can see, like the people that really get famous doing it. Yeah. A lot of them it's cause they're funny and they, they can make funny videos that, that damn sure helps. But a lot of it I've noticed is people that are just going, this is me doing a, a, a thing throughout my day, but that thing throughout 
their day can't be like a thing throughout my day that I I do like it, it is, but it's not. It's got to be some fucking enhanced yeah, you're not version writing, of that. You're not writing a hoverboard around your ten thousand square foot house, right? It can't yeah. be me waking up in my basement that looks like a fucking bunker from like a doomsday prepper who's not great at prepping. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it can't be one of those. It's got to be. This is me. I'm in Hawaii right now. I'm just waking up. This is how I brush my teeth in Hawaii. Look at this, guys. And <laughs> and then next time they're in Nepal or something, there's like travel ones. Or they're just super wealthy in LA. And this is me going to a really nice restaurant. I'm throwing this really nice party and my crazy, uh, like like one of those cliff mansion things that looks like it's about to fall off because it's supported <laughs> on, on little tiny legs. Yeah, that go up like 70 feet. Yeah, yeah. Mm. One of them pogo stick mansions that cost like 70 million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Mansion. You got I ain't got one of them pogo stick mansions, dude. Yeah. I this podcast would have so many more listeners if I had a pogo stick you mansion. Had a pogo stick mansion. That's a good point. You know, you bring it, you brought up a good point because we don't know why he has 300,000 followers. Like, what is it? You know, yeah. because some people are famous on TikTok for like real weird stuff. Like you know, it's like, yeah, you're right. Some of them are, it's like lifestyle or whatever, but some people are like, I, like, I can't think of a good example, but some stuff it's like, it's a gross. It's like, oh, fuck. like growing up and you know, like there's stuff that's like, that's pretty gross. Like what if he's one of those? Coming into this question, we, we listened to Fleetwood Mac, the Fleetwood Mac challenge. That guy that was drinking the, the, the juice, riding a skateboard. What the hell is that? Oh dude, there was this guy who he's like, he looks like he's in his like, late 40s 50s maybe i don't know but he was just out in i think california he's skateboarding on the side of the highway and he's he's sort of he's selfie filming himself and he's drinking some juice oh he's, he's playing fleetwood mac uh i think he's playing dreams i, saw, I think i saw that and I'm on onto it yeah yeah dude that was on tiktok that went viral <laughs> to the point to where the fleetwood mac's dreams was yeah. like number one streaming for like weeks because like young kids were listening to it like Fleetwood Mac. Who the fuck is this? This yeah. is a good song, and they were listening to it to point where um the the, the Sirius XM show that I work on it's it's a music talk show called Debatable. We had Mick Fleetwood on, and he was talking about it, and then he did a a a um a Fleetwood Mac challenge, and that that's, that's just so you film cool. yourself skating or appearing <laughs> to skate and drinking juice and wow. lip syncing part of the song Dreams. It just it like to the point to where he got a bunch of money. That wow. juice company sent him a bunch of free juice, like a whole truck full of free juice. And it was some guy who was riding a skateboard to work because his truck broke down, and he was like, <laughs> "Let me just film myself singing on TikTok and drinking juice." I saw that like Snoop Dogg like hung out with him and stuff. Like, and then uh, some guy made a joke like, I "This guy's so. gonna have to do this for the rest of his life." <laughs> and it was, like, um, it yeah. was in Dan Yang, and thank you, J uh, Jake, for explaining that because I that was Dan Yang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it, it went viral yeah i yeah. saw the tweet and i was like i have no idea what this means that's how <laughs> i know it that's how i found out about it fleetwood mac I challenge together yeah <laughs> it was uh coincidentally that's uh, it wasn't the exact song but it was the same band that we came yeah in. i so yeah cool. i mean you bring up a good point i i think it's yeah uh so i think the answer i think my final advice for this question is listen just there's no, there's nothing to be scared about. 300,000 followers, a Fleetwood Mac video. I mean, we're all one video away from going viral. Um, Maybe it's that guy. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get that guy on our podcast. We need to get him to skateboard over here and uh, do, some, <laughs> do some Love Girls podcast. 
Yeah. So what, what about you? Do you guys have any other final advice for, for this young lass or lad? Um, I think there is something to be afraid of, which was that he's probably under 18. We're <laughs> <laughs> at least under 21. Very good oh, yeah. point. Yes. Check, check ID. <laughs> Get the so TikTok famous. They ain't over 60. That's, that's all I know. That's all. That's, that's all I know. <laughs> there's, a, there's a certain age range if you're TikTok famous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This guy definitely cheating on you. The TikTokers are the motley crews of, of the 2020s. I'm telling you, he's definitely getting laid out there. Well, Either also, that what if, or he's a, he's a Chinese communist spy. One of the two what things. What if he's like only used like face filters on it and then like his face looks totally different? <gasps> he got that? Oh. about technology. Yes, that, what an excellent point. We didn't even think about that. You're right. What if he doesn't even, she meets him and he looks like, it's such know. a zenial version of Beauty and the Beast. That should be the next remake of that. He says he's a TikToker with filters, and then she meets him, and he's like, ah, I look even more like Steve Buscemi than the co-host of the Love Gurus. Love me. And she's like, I don't want to. But then eventually she's like, how many followers does he have? And then she's like, yeah, I'll fuck him. And that's boom. It's it, cue the romantic music. And jail, because he's. 16. Yeah, and then she goes to jail because again, they, they, he is 16. That is actually, I think the- in in Beauty and the Beast, he's also 16. Yeah. <laughs> right? Aren't they? They are like ridiculously young, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember the movie when he turned back into a human? I was like, mm, not impressed. I'm not impressed with him. <laughs> I didn't like his hair. Well, it depends That's on which bad. version you're talking about. There's like the live version, Disney, which- the, the cartoon Disney. I never saw the live one with Emma Watson. Uh, yeah. Wait, Emma Watson is that her? Yeah, and then. Uh, I only saw the cartoon from 1991 and uh, wasn't impressed with Human Beast. No, no. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. The cartoon with 1991 to distinguish from the other Beauty and the Beast cartoons. Yes. <laughs> the other Beauty and the Beast tales. Matt Fishman is a goddamn Beauty Beastiologist. He's, he yes, knows all I the goddamn Beauty and the Beast. stories that I don't know yeah, anything about. Some so of those stories had much different uh, plot lines than the one children view, but yeah. you know, Rita. Who are we to judge? He even, he even seen the Beauty and the Beast parody made by Brazers. It's a way <laughs> different story. It's pronounced Brazers? I thought it was, whatever. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> was, I thought it was a hard, uh, Brazers, I don't know. He's a Brazersologist too. He's very, he finds my mispronunciation of the fine arts <laughs> very distasteful. Yeah. Well, oh, I think we've answered that question. Should we, uh, should we take a short break? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's take a short break and hear from our somewhat sort of sponsors. Listeners, top off your wines. We're going to do the same thing. Don't go nowhere. Be right back. All of you listeners out there who have deeply refined tastes and love Pinot Grigio, but don't have more than like, you know, 10, 11 bucks. Well, then you can't do better than Santa Marina, the patron saint of 10, $11 Pinot Grigios. It's pretty goddamn good, man. It's uh, it's it's nice and crisp up front. It's got a... Hmm. Got an aftertaste of, like, um, cotton candy. And uh, them fizzy sticks. And fizzy sticks when you're a kid, you, you tear them off, you pour the little things down. They're the exact same size as, like, straws. You, you know, it's, it seems a very inefficient way of... Anyway, this commercial isn't about pixie stick. It's about wine! Delicious wine. Pinot Grigio. 
Phantom Arena. Yes. Get I you love, some! Wait, I love sorry, Santa Marina. Love Santa Marina. That's my go-to. <laughs> Grab it from the cooler in the in the liquor store. Give them the 10 bucks, get out of there. Does the job. Love it. I actually still have a little bit in my fridge, just a drop. But uh, I have it in my fridge right now. It's great stuff. Hooked up with a lot of homeless women because of this wine. Anyway, yeah, uh, Santa Marina, get you some. Holy jumping Jesus, getting jacked off on a jumbo jet. I just tried the better version of Santa Mar Marina. Uh, the, the one that that was kind of named after, but in a, in, in a cheap, shitty kind of way. I know I said it was pretty good before, and I meant it. It is pretty good for 10, 11 bucks. But this is like the nice Illuminati version of that. The people that uh, that created the, the coronavirus so that they could fill us with vaccines. You know, you know, those monsters who live in who live in temples underneath the Pentagon and they're secretly lizards. <laughs> they got all that money. They got all that Pinot Grigio money. That's why they do all that shit. You know what I mean? Lizards love Pinot Grigio. Anyway, uh, coronavirus is real. I'm just, uh, you know, part of wine commercials. So I got I to gotta read the live copy the way they sent it to me. <laughs> but seriously, though, Santa Margarita, this shit is delicious. It's uh, it's really smooth, man. That other one's kind of smooth, but it's sort of sugary too. This one, mm. it's mm. like a Pinot Grigio flavored cloud up top, you know. And then, fucking kicks you in the palate, but lightly, lightly, just like a like a ballerina. You know how they dance on their toes like that? They point their fucking toes down and they just do, 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 do. does that shit on your palate, you know? Gives it a nice, nice little finish. Oh, and it's funny, too, because, like, the cheaper one is called Santa Marina and the, the expensive one is Santa Margarita. If you ask me, like, hey, based off the title, which one do you think is cheap? I'm like, dude, margaritas. I'll say yeah. something special in, like, every bar. Okay. Every every bar before, like, you, you know, 5 o'clock or whatever, when the degenerates are out drinking. You, you know what I mean? Like, that's a daytime drink, and this is, like, it's a fun way to be day drunk. And so cheap margaritas, you know, shitty tequila, but it's mixed with enough lime and all that stuff that you, you don't really taste that dish soap flavor that shitty tequila gives you margarita it's like a, it's a cheap fucking shitty mixed drink that tastes good and they named a fancy pinot grigio after it they're maniacs maniacs but god damn it do they make good wine santa margarita the patron saint of margaritas and delicious pinot grigio get you some Grab a chair, grab some wine, and get your ear holes ready for the greatest, wisest, and tipsiest <laughs> podcast on the internet, for the love gurus are returning from break now. I love you. Oh, I love you too, Cassandra the Robot. And I'm loving this show. We have our two amazing guests, Rebecca Kaplan and Matt Fishman. Yeah. We are taking another question from the wild animals on Yahoo Answers. Next question. My boyfriend doesn't want me to work, but I'm not sure about it. I'm 19 and my boyfriend is 33. I know it sounds like that uh, I'm actually deeply invested and in love with him. I haven't worked since November, and I think after he convinced me to quit my job because I was being disrespected. But finding another job was kind of difficult. 
finally landed one, and I start tomorrow, but he seems upset and sad about it. Saying that, he'd rather me stay at home and make money from home, selling my hand-painted furniture or working for him. My boyfriend does pay me $10 an hour to catalog with him. He also said that to he- To catalog, you said? To catalog. I guess he's got a bunch of photo albums. That's what, yeah. Um, he also said he feels sad because we won't see each other as much. But he's been trying to, uh, he's been trying to keep me from not getting work. Yes, he does buy me things almost daily, but I keep explaining that I need to pay rent and other things for my own place. He said he would buy out my rent, which is only one more month because I pretty much moved in with him, but I still need money for my car and, and my insurance. And I recently got my first ticket, which he said he would pay for. I just have no idea if depending on someone that much is a good idea. I want my own money, something consistent coming in, but he seems upset whenever I bring it up. What do you think I should do? Um, so, so to recap, this uh, woman is, she's 19, and her boyfriend is 33. So kind of an age difference, but... Oh, I, I missed that, that part. Oh, that explains yeah. a lot. I think she's a TikTok star. <laughs> I'll be honest, she sounds hot, right? Like she sounds like oh, yeah. she's like, it sounds like, you know, this 33 year old dude is like, yo, I'm dating a 19 year old. And he's kind of trying to keep her under wraps so much so that he's saying, look, don't even work. You just sit at home all day and I will give you money. And I mean, I just, I'm genuinely, I actually, this is kind of a sad question because I'm kind of genuinely scared for this girl. Like, get out now. Uh, like, he is, he is definitely controlling. Like, he's trying to, con I mean, when you are the sole source of someone's money, like, how is she going to break up with him if he does something real shitty? Like, I don't know. This has, I'm worried. I'm very worried about this. She's she's like a sugar baby, but with a guy that doesn't have like a lot of money. It's a very Midwest version of a sugar daddy. It's a high fructose corn syrup daddy. That's what this guy is. <laughs> I'll pay your speeding tickets. I'll pay a month of rent in that. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's your rent? Uh, $217? Yeah. Damn, girl, that's a lot, but I got it. Yeah, she seems completely fine. She's like, well, he get, does give me $10 an hour. Like, you know, where it's like, that's not even. It's twice place. minimum wage in Arkansas. <laughs> no one in my family has ever made this kind of money before. And what is she cataloging again? I'm sorry. What is she cataloging? Well, I guess she doesn't, she doesn't say. And that's probably something very conveniently left out because if she told us what mm -hmm. she was cataloging, we'd be like, run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We try to point this out at least once an episode, right? Uh these questions are these people's pro them propaganda kind of like it's it's their fox news yeah. or msnbc their north korean state-run news if they happen to be the dictator right <laughs> so when they leave out details that seem to be very important if they're giving a lot of details in other places like if it's a two-sentence question fucking whatever but if it's something like this and they really just kind of breeze over things it's like oh, okay you, you probably left that out for a reason you you, you can't help but but but, but think that you you listen to enough of these and it's like, oh, no, no, no. I see that. I see what you did there. Yeah. But and we didn't hear what that guy does either. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Maybe I'm the one that is, I, I, I guess I don't know, like really labeling the situation. 
maybe, you know, she does kind of just like, you know, she said she paints furniture by hand. That kind of sounds like an amazing job. Yeah. And, you know, like, it's, tables and, and shit, like, what, what, like chairs and tables you paint by hand like that. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's, not, I imagine like it's, you know, she has like a chair and she like paints it decoratively and it looks really nice and she can sell it on Etsy or something. You know, maybe it's something really cool. Like maybe they do actually have a great relationship and she's like, well, I, you know, I would like to have my own money, but he kind of takes care of me. You know, I don't, maybe, maybe it's good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, painting furniture, that's a fucking cool gig. I mean, there was a guy roughly like 2000 years ago, you know what I mean? Started off <laughs> painting furniture and stuff. Ended up writing a book that has been one of the best-selling books for the last two thousand years. Write the could, book. The, the book is just about him. Yeah, but I heard he was Jewish, so it's like whatever. <laughs> ah, they do run the entertainment industry. Good point. Good point. They gave him a leg up. They gave him a leg up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. He had an uncle. Got him in. You know, got yeah, got yeah, yeah. publishing deal. All that kind of thing. This dude Judas said he was a total dick. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, you know, he tried to, he he, he tried to be a co-author. Cut him out. You know? <laughs> no, it's he's just like I'll fucking show you. Cut me out of the entertainment industry, will you? Make me get a real job, will you? Um. So, Rebecca, what would what would you say to this to this young to this young lass? Which would do you? I mean, do you think that she's in danger of being controlled, or has she just kind of fallen into a good situation? Um, well, like she said in the note that he was trying to keep her from not getting work. So yeah. either oh, yeah. she, either he's helping her get work or she maybe isn't qualified to do much work because she like doesn't seem like she has a great grasp on grammar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Rebecca. I'm glad you pointed that out because here's another thing that she kind of skipped over in the beginning not only does she have shitty grammar that she doesn't explain, right? Uh, I, I mean, I have shitty grammar, but I will explain that. Dropped on my head, crystal meth, uh, alcoholism. Boom, explained, you know? <laughs> she didn't explain her shitty grammar. And then also she goes, I quit my last job because I was disrespected. You, you know, it's like, hey, you, you know what? As someone who's been a shitty employee at many different jobs, you know what I did every time they, uh, you know what my bosses did every time I fucked up, they would disrespect me. Like that's just, that's what happens when you fuck up at work. Now you can be disrespected in a genuine, that shouldn't happen way, but you know what happens when you get that details, details. She did something that a fucking idiot or a bad employee does. They were like, Hey, why are you being a fucking idiot? and a bad employee right now. And she was like, I'm disrespected. I'm going to go paint fucking furniture in a 30 year old's basement and not have to worry about money for a bit. Yeah, it does. Because, you know, also the, the definition of disrespected, it could be that she was in, you know, she worked at McDonald's and someone came in drunk and, you know, was, you know, disrespecting her that way. It could not necessarily even just be, it could just be like kind of how the job it, not that you should disrespect anyone, but or, you know, especially McDonald's workers of uh, those saints, but it's, you know, would have been, but probably would have been in there is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the, but the, you're right. That, that information would have been there in there, mm -hmm. but the, yeah, that is a really interesting point that it's, you know, it's, it's obviously hard during the pandemic to, to find a job. And, 
you know, I don't know. Like, I feel like you've turned, you've turned my head right around, Rebecca. I really was like, oh, she's going to be controlled. But she kind of sounds like she has no other option. Uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, in all seriousness, though, she should definitely uh not stop dating this guy and finish her college degree. Yeah. There's, I mean, because you're also bringing up a good point. She's 19, so she doesn't sound like she graduated college already. Um, so it, it yeah, maybe, maybe that's actually a really good point. Milk this guy for his ten dollars an hour, or whatever use that money to get an education at some point. I mean, he could just kind of like be her scholarship. Suzanne, do you have any idea how much college costs right now <laughs> that you think you can like $10 <laughs> an hour? Are you, saying, are you saying $10 an hour isn't going to cut it? Isn't that like a societal issue? <laughs> um, you should stay together with him because when he dies way before her, She'll get all of his money if she's in the will. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's a good thing. Okay. 30, 19, you talk about going, going, get his that's money a real long game. That's they're, a wow. Yeah, they're, they're long game worth it when you got those greens in your hand. That's all I'm saying. I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Listen, long time to hold. Only out. got 70 years left to find a suitable guy that's going to give you money. You, you yeah. hit a whale. You got a guy that can afford yeah. to give you $10 an hour plus a speeding ticket. You're Whoa. not doing any better than that in this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, all right. If we're real, if you're being serious about like the like the sugar like baby, like angle, I think you've got to take advice from Laura Lee from Gentlemen for Fruit Blondes and get some kind of security on this, like either a wedding ring or just diamonds or something. Ah, yeah. that's a good idea. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. you're nothing but a sugar sucker at that point. Well, because yeah. you've got to have some like something to like take away from it. Exactly. Like, awesome. yeah, if shit hits the fan and you need to leave in the middle of the night, you need to have something to take with you. Yeah, mm. that's a very mm -hmm. good point. You got to save yourself. Yeah. Men, men grow cold when girls grow old, and we all lose our parents <laughs> in the end. But square cut or pear shape, those rocks don't lose their shape. <laughs> our girl's best friend. <laughs> oh, that's, that's I, true. But, that's a good point. My fiance got a ring for me. And were it not for that ring, I'd be out that door right now looking for a 19-year-old moron to paint <laughs> furniture and, and to fuck me. You, you know, like I just I she's old now. It's not like when she went when, when we first met and we were the same age. I mean, we're the same age now, but she's old now. You, you know, I gotta I gotta find a 19-year-old who's good at painting furniture for less than minimum wage. And this is what I say to my boyfriend all the time because he hasn't proposed yet. And I'm like, well, like, what are you waiting for? Like, if you're going to dump me for some 25 year old, I at least want to be engaged and then yeah. dumped. Like, I don't need to get married, go. just engaged. Does that uh -huh. Just so you should reach that stage. You could tell people I, was, I went that far. Okay. Like that. Like, Someone wanted to once, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the magnet I want from this road trip. Just maybe yeah. maybe make them offer. Be like, look, maybe what if we did some kind of kinky role playing? Huh? I'll pretend to be something to do. <laughs> like, what if I pretend to be a 19-year-old with terrible worth ethic, work ethic, right? Who, who doesn't have any other options but sleeping with you. <laughs> it's like that kind of thing. I think that's a really good point. Maybe I should. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, upon further reflection, I feel... You know, I kind of came into this question on my high horse. I'm knocked off. I feel like I have a lot to learn from this 19-year-old. And <laughs> I'm, glad I've, I'm glad we've discussed this. You should follow her on TikTok. She gives a lot of good, uh, a lot of good dating <laughs> and painting advice. There's dating, 
and carpentry. Not a lot of work advice. She's not great at that, but her TikTok account has as as the other two things. She kind of mm. sounds great. I'm pretty jealous of her, actually. No, upon further reflection. So, with that being said, I think we answered that question. Should we do one more? Yes, absolutely. One more. One more. Last one more. Question on the Love Gurus podcast. People, write your questions into Love Gurus podcast at yahoo.com. You know you've got questions. It's the pandemic, but you're still getting laid out there. I know you are. So, write us questions, give us comments. Give us five stars on iTunes or whatever you're listening to it on. Next question from the Maniacs on Yahoo Answers. Last question. Is my boyfriend delusional? He's 26 and in the army. He's trained in MMA for a while now and weighs somewhere between 170 and 180 pounds. People are constantly provoking him to fight in bars, but he always finds a way to walk away. He claims that he could take a majority of the people in the fight and could do serious damage. So he opts to never never fight because he's tougher than the average person. It sounds like he thinks too highly of himself. Is my boyfriend delusional? (laughs) No, he's Nicolas Cage in Con Air. He just wants to have a future without having to kill John Malkovich for it. Great flick. Great flick. (laughs) Um, I, uh, it's, it's just funny because here's, here's really what my, my question for her question is, why are you calling him your boyfriend if you obviously think so low of him? <laughs> yeah. And why is her opinion of him, like, why does he want to get into fights with random drunks at a bar? What kind of loser doesn't want to do that? Like, what, who is this? It's terrible. Who gets to fights? Who, who gets to fights? I don't know. Hey, you had military time. Did you ever get to fights at bars? <laughs> well, yeah, but not not enough to where it was a fucking relationship crisis. Jesus Christ! <laughs> if there's that many people picking fights with him, there's either something about him or there's something about the fucking bars you're going to. I don't know because I've even I've gone to so many shady, shitty bars, and I, I mean, just the number of people that have tried to just pick fights with me for no reason, very, very low. So that's kind of, again, it seems like a detail that's getting pushed over. Yeah. I can only think, I can only think of one time in the last probably five years that I've been in a bar with a guy and, and someone tried to start something. Now, was it because of something I said? Certainly. But (laughs) (laughs) I, I can't, I didn't say anything like provocative. I just said something to like, I was like, hey, what are you, you know, whatever. I just like said something. It was, I think it was like, hi, or something as this guy walked by and then he came over. Then this, anyway, like, obviously it was the other guy was looking for the fight. So he started like trying to pick a fight with the guy that I was at the bar with. But that, I mean, again, as like Jake, I also used to hang out in very shady bars in very shady places in a lot of different places all over the world. And that's the only thing I could think of. So if this guy is, constantly approached to get into fights and like what is this guy saying to these people what vibe is he giving off but yeah and but secondly why is she like pussy (laughs) i've seen con air he pushed that boy's nose right up into his brain because he's a real man he's nicholas cage in the 90s it's like but i mean even if like delusional is such a strong word in my opinion because 
like if you're delusional about something it means that like it, like let's say for example comedy my boyfriend could be like listen you're delusional if you think that you're ever going to make it anywhere in comedy but he doesn't say that to me and he doesn't think it <laughs> would i date someone well, only with his that? eyes only with his eyes i mean he never <laughs> verbalizes eyes. it yeah. and the fact he never comes and watches my shows but that's <laughs> But if you think that your partner is delusional for thinking something, like, why are you with that? Person? That's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but don't, like, don't I, I, if you want your partner to do that, date a UFC fighter then. Okay. That's yeah. what you want. You don't want this <laughs> military. Like, that, she clearly wants saw a lover who is a fighter. And she's disappointed that he's just not fighting random people in, you know, bar somewhere. I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get her. There's definitely Weird. though guys in the army or that were in the army or any branch of the military for that matter that will talk up what the fuck they did as sort of like a, it's it's like a weird identity thing with them. Like and what they did in a fight. Yeah, yeah. And and here here's the thing because I was even in an infantry unit and we did hand to hand stuff in, in terms of training and all that. But uh, I had a combatives instructor that said one of the smartest things I've ever heard about fighting. He, he said, listen, in an actual combat fight, who's the guy that wins every time? Every time. Not like a bar fight, not a fist fight, but like it's a combat. You're, you're out there with the enemy. Who's going to win every single, every single fight on the ground? You know, the answer is whoever's buddy shows up with a rifle first. <laughs> what we're going to teach you is going to keep you alive just long enough to where your friend can show up with a rifle, butt stroke him, shoot him in the head, do all of that. If his sh friend shows up first, you were going to die anyway. Even if even if you fucking straight up arm barred him within 30 seconds, you were going to get shot in the head right after that. So we're going to spend very little time on this and a lot of time with the goddamn rifles. <laughs> so that was, that was what we did. Now, I know that there's like fucking the Marine Recon, there's Army Green Berets, there's Army Rangers, it's shit like that. To where it's like, all right, that you know, little little more, little more in depth with the, with the combatives. But <laughs> most of the people I ever shot at in real life, you know, uh, they were so fucking far away, I couldn't even see them. I was just shooting yeah. muzzle flashes. Do, so, do you realize what a waste of time it would have been for me to, you know, perfect the art of punching a motherfucker in the face if I'm just firing cruiser of weapons at him? As it, it just to, oh, that's where that well, fucking flash went off. You, yeah, you, I mean, she, does, she says that he also has uh, trained in MMA as well. Hmm. All right, well, that's a yeah. like, like, like Guile from Street Fighter. He's an army guy who knows karate. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You guys know Guile from Street Fighter? Am I the only one who's no Guile from Street Fighter? Come on, Sonic I Boom. I served with Guile. People suck. <laughs> I served with Guile. That Sonic Video Boom. Games. That shit only, it only worked in like his early 20s. Now he tries it at bars while he's drunk, gets the shit kicked out of him from his girlfriend. That's why he doesn't do it. <laughs> he's like, listen, I'm Guile. I could kill these guys. It's just, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to do that. I'm just yeah. trying to fuck. Guile's an American hero. You guys gotta look this up on Wikipedia. Guile. Guile. He has the yeah. world's highest high and tight. Yes. He has a humongous, like, high. it's huge. Takes out a comb and before every battle. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but also here's what look, Rebecca. Have you have you ever have you ever what was the last time or have you ever been with someone who got into a bar fight? 
Um, do I look like somebody? That would... <laughs> um, oh wait, this is a radio thing. Never mind. <laughs> do I sound like? Do I sound like someone? Yeah. But it's yeah. So I mean, what like if she? So she's this. I because here's the other here's the other aspect of this, right? Is so. Um, you know, the guy that I was with, again, in this, in the fight that I was saying before, the guy that was trying to pick a fight, that relationship didn't work out because that guy, like, I don't know, like, he was kind of a piece of, uh, piece of shit, but it's, uh, like, if I, I would never even want to date someone where you're worried every time you go out to the bar, he's going to get into a fight with someone. Why oh, yeah, be- the other extreme is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, Absolutely. why would you want it? Why would you want to seek that out? She's like, oh, you know, it's one thing to be like, oh, we couldn't take them, but to be like, oh, we're going to go get in a fight tonight, and she's completely okay with it. Are you a psychopath? Like, do you hurt small <laughs> animals? Like, why does she want her boyfriend to hurt other people? Yeah, that's a very cave woman fucking mentality. Man who is strongest and beats other man harder gets <laughs> fuck me tonight. That yeah. is how we carry on species and make strong enough to fight off the saber tooth tiger. Yeah, I think it's also like a werewolf fantasy thing. <laughs> She's no, I mean, masturbating to Beauty and the Beast to all the wrong parts as a kid. Really 1991 Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about uh whatever you're i mean like you know like the teenage like romantic uh novels oh i see yeah so she has she just has this vision in her head of what a fight is despite actually seeing how gruesome a fight is it's sure yeah it's like i mean i've never seen i've never seen one that was like that bad bad but i've seen one and it's like it's it's disturbing it's you you instantly want to leave the bar you want to get out of there like it's not a pleasant like i don't but i'm also like the kind of person i don't like to watch boxing and stuff like that you know i don't like to see other people beat each other up and oh just, you're not this lady this lady goddamn does she got a tv that's really big and does really high def and fucking loves it Loves it even more in the pandemic because there's no crowd. You can really hear the fucking fists connect with the skulls. And fights are exhausting. Uh, People don't tell you when you're in a fight, it's a lot of physical exertion. There's a reason why those boxers, those boxers, there's a reason they hug each other during those matches. They like throw three fists like Jesus Christ. They're like, oh my God. It's like, it's a really tough thing. Fishman, have you ever been in a fight? Uh, not really. Uh, when I was a kid, you know, like in elementary school, kids were like fighting, but not oh, real fights. Yeah. They were all friends after. I had a friend who always wanted to fight people. He was like, you'll have my back, right? I'm like, you're starting the fight. I don't have your back. I think you're the aggressor <laughs> here. If someone attacked you, yeah, of course I'm going to help you. But if you pour beer over someone's head, which he friggin' did, I'm like, I'm not going to, why did you do that? Like, why would you want to do that to somebody? That was a no, horrible that's thing. Very, that's very noble of you, Fishman. It's, you're like, fighting, fighting's you stupid. I don't he still to this day he's kind of like oh yeah remember that guy poured beer over his head i'm like yeah that was a that was a horrible thing you did if you go pour beer on that guy's head not only will i not have your back but while they're beating on you i as your friend will be standing next to you yeah. wagging my finger back and forth <laughs> like, you shouldn't have poured beer on that fella's I head i told you that was a bad idea <laughs> this is what you get for pouring beer on people and then he said the guy recognized him years later at a bar it was like i remember he was like can you believe that guy remembered me i'm like i remember you yeah. <laughs> the guy who poured beer on my head and started a fight 
You're the villain. Do you understand? You're that's the villain. How, that's how many people he just starts bar fights for yes. no reason. With he's like, wait a minute, you remember everyone who's ever just instigated physical violence? It's like the guy from no uh, Billy Madison, Steve Buscemi's character. He has like all the people who meet him in high school crosses, <laughs> crosses him off the off the list. All right, I'm not going to kill this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. That, that guy's a maniac. I just yeah. So I I think that that my final advice to this woman is yeah your boyfriend's totally delusional and you should end the relationship immediately and i'm saying that because i feel like i'm doing this poor guy a solid because he has this yeah cave woman brutal girlfriend i mean god you know she's the kind of person that's going to take your toothbrush and dunk it into the toilet you know get yeah mm-hmm. he's delusional and you should break up with him instantly yeah I think, sick woman. Yeah, yeah, I think I so. mean, yeah, it seems like the so, guy's doing the right thing. He's at least not fighting, right? Yeah, he sounds like a normal That's a good thing. Yeah. My only concern is if, if, if what's he doing to start all these fights, right? Like, or not start all of them, but cause all of them. If you, if there's that many people trying to pick fights with him, right? Yeah. I mean, there's where the fuck are you going to where they're just doing that for no reason? Yeah, maybe start going to a different honky tonk. Yeah, honky That's what they call them. Honky tonk. Is yeah, it's just is this? Are they only going to drink at that country bar in 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 Blues Brothers where they have to have chicken wire in front of the stage because people throw glass bottles at the musician? Like the bar in Roadhouse. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only bar where this makes sense. If that guy's not being a dick somehow. Yeah. You know, no, 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 it's a good half a movie. Yeah. Fuck that. I rewatched that movie like a month ago. The first half of the movie, you're like, wow, this is a really compelling story. And then oh, the no. second half just gets so crazy. Patrick Swayze like, 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 massacre everybody. And that's how it ends. He just massacres everyone and gets away with it. That's yeah, it's doesn't he like rip the guy's heart out of his chest, his like throat. Mortal Kombat style or something? Out. Yeah, it's like, wait, wait a minute. This was a normal movie at first. Yeah. What the hell happened? When did this turn into Toxic Avenger? This is crazy. So, so bad that it's amazing. Oh, but, it, but, but it starts normal and it yeah. doesn't get to, it gradually turns that way. It's so, it, that's what's so weird to me about kills, that movie. He kills 40 men and then <laughs> hides the weapons behind a column in this guy's house. The cops are like, what happened here? They're like, I don't know. It's like, all right, you're off scot-free. They the house. They don't ask anyone questions. Why are there 40 men dead here? Now. And that's the end of the movie. That's the credits. <laughs> the next time I show up to your house and there's a few dozen corpses, you're going to have answers to give, boy. I ain't putting up exactly. with this shit the all the time. The cop's not even angry. He's just like, what in tarnation happened here with this massacre on a historic level? I don't know. <laughs> You stop all that rough. It pauses and it does the Dukes of Hazard. Oh my God. The boys almost got caught for murdering three dozen people. What? How are they going to get out of this one? That's exactly how the movie friggin' ends. (laughs) It's it's, it's incredible. It's an incredible flick. (laughs) I think think that's a great message for all of our listeners. Stop Roadhouses. Yes, yes. Stop the Roadhouses. Yes, if your boyfriend is Patrick Swayze from Roadhouse, um... I guess sleep with them. You know what I mean? Get, <laughs> tell him to get his pancreas checked. I, 
I don't know. That's kind of what this thing sounds like. But this, this has been an awesome episode. Yeah. Thank you to our two awesome guests, Matt Fishman and Rebecca yeah. Kaplan. Yeah. Until next week, listeners, write us questions at lovegurus podcast at yahoo.com. Later. Later.